is a gift? Is a gift something that you work for? Usually it's not. Like if I came to you and gave you maybe a sweet as a gift, did you have to work for it? No. Did you have to pay for it? No. It's a gift. Something you don't work for. Something you didn't have to pay for. I just came and I gave it to you. It's not something you earned or you worked for. I just wanted to give it to you. It's a gift. It's free of charge. I give it to you because I love you. Our memory verse today talks about a gift, the most wonderful gift of all. It's found in Ephesians 2, 8 in the Bible. Now, Ephesians is in the New Testament part of the Bible. And this book of Ephesians is more near the back of the Bible, back of the New Testament. And a man named Paul was inspired by God to write the book of Ephesians. It's God's words, but Paul wrote them down. The memory verse today says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8. Now in the book of Ephesians, it has different chapters, and the chapters are usually the big numbers. The verse that we have today comes from chapter 2 and verse 8 in that chapter. Again, it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8. Now when it says, For by grace, well, that word grace is very important, and it means getting something you don't deserve. It's God's kindness. The Bible says there's no one who does good. No, not one. And we are all sinners. The Bible tells us that too, that all have sinned. Everyone does wrong things like lying and cheating and cursing and being mean and saying bad things. Everyone does sin, except God and Jesus, of course, because they are perfect. But you and I sin. Sin is breaking God's rules. God says sin must be punished, and the punishment for sin is to be separated from God forever. God is pure and perfect. He is holy, and no sin can ever come where he is. But God loves you, and because of his grace, his kindness to you, he did something for you that you did not deserve. What did he do for you? He loves you so much, he sent his own begotten son, the Lord Jesus, to this earth to die for your sin. Jesus took the punishment for your sin, so you could be saved from your sin's punishment. You don't have to be separated from God forever, because Jesus died in your place. That's how God showed you grace. God showed you kindness by sending Jesus to die for your sin. And when you believe in Jesus, then it says you have been saved, saved from your sin's punishment. So it's for by grace, by God's kindness, that you have been saved. Now, if you've already made the decision to believe on Jesus, you can say you have been saved. But if you have not made the decision to believe on Jesus yet, then you have not been saved yet. And today can be your day when you make the decision to believe on Jesus. The next part of the verse says, through faith. You have been saved through faith. Faith means to believe. It means to trust in. 
The Lord Jesus took the punishment for your sin. He died in your place to really show that it's not what we do that saves us, but what the Lord Jesus did for us. God said, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. God said, it's not because of what you did that saves you from your sin. It's because of what Jesus did. It's a gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8. God's grace is so amazing. His kindness is so wonderful that he sent his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus, to come and die on the cross in your place and take the punishment for your sin. And if you believe on Jesus, then you have been saved through faith, through believing. And it's not because of what you did. It's because of what Jesus did. Jesus, God, the son wants to save you from your sin. And he can because he died and rose again to take your sin's punishment. To be saved from your sin, you must have faith. You must believe that Jesus died for you and you must receive him as your savior. And if you have already believed in Jesus, you can tell God thank you for that wonderful gift of saving you from your sin. Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Ephesians 2, 8. Have you ever been away from home for a long time? Like maybe you went to camp and that was the longest time that you've ever been away from home. Or maybe you took a trip somewhere. Maybe it was for a month. That was the longest time you've ever been away from home. And how did you feel when you came back home? Maybe you felt excited. Maybe you felt happy. How do you think Naomi felt as she and Ruth were traveling to Bethlehem? Now, in Bethlehem, it was harvest time. Harvest, you know, when they harvest the crops. As Ruth and Naomi were getting closer to Bethlehem, they could see all of the fields of grain and that they were ready to be harvested. The people of Bethlehem were curious when they saw these two women coming towards Bethlehem. Who was the woman who looked so old? And who was the stranger who was with her? As the two travelers came close to Bethlehem, someone said, Is that Naomi? Those who had known her ten years before could hardly believe it. Is it really Naomi? Naomi said to her friends, Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara, 
Call me Mara, for I feel God has been unkind to me. You see, names in the Bible were very important. They had meanings. Naomi, that name, means cheerful and friendly. But Naomi told the people there in Bethlehem, Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. Mara means bitter and unhappy. Naomi wanted her friends to call her Mara because she felt that God had been unkind to her. Naomi was only thinking of sadness that had come into her life. She thought God had stopped being kind to her. Maybe she didn't understand that it was because God loved her that he corrected her and God never stopped being kind to her. Usually, those who are God's children have disappointments. They have hard problems, difficult times. Sometimes they can't understand why they're going through this problem. But we can be sure God has not stopped being good and kind. The Bible says that God is like that. God is good and kind. God does not change. The Bible tells us that God is gracious. Grace is showing love to someone who's been bad and mean to you. That is what God's love is. No one deserves God's love. You don't deserve God's love, and neither do I. And Naomi did not deserve God's love either. Naomi was not seeing that God was gracious. She said, I left Bethlehem with my husband and two sons, and now they're all dead. The Lord brought me home without anything. Naomi and Ruth found somewhere to live. Maybe it was Naomi's old home. But Naomi and Ruth were very poor. Naomi must have thought of the time when the harvesters had worked at her husband's land. Now she had the land, but no harvest, because no one had planted anything in the land. Naomi could not afford to have men work on the land, because she didn't have any money. How would Naomi and Ruth get enough to survive? How would they get food? Now in Bethlehem, it was harvest time. The grain was very ripe to be cut. God commanded the Israelites that after the people went through and cut the grain and put it in bundles for their master, then the poor people could come and they could kind of pick up the leftovers, pick up pieces that they could find. Ruth knew she had something to do for herself and her mother-in-law. So Ruth said, let me go into the field where they're cutting the grain, and I'll bring us food to eat. Naomi might have wished it could be different, but she told Ruth to go. So Ruth headed to the field. Men and women were cutting the grain and tying it into bundles, and Ruth may have really felt like an outsider. What field should she go to? Ruth didn't have any idea. One seemed the same as the other one, so Ruth just decided on one, and she went in there. And as Ruth followed the people who were cutting the grain, she picked up all the leftover pieces she could find. Ruth knew that people were watching her because she was a stranger. She was from a different land. Suddenly, the owner of the field greeted his workers. Now the owner of the field, his name was Boaz. So he greeted his workers and he said, the Lord be with you. And his workers answered and said, the Lord bless you. That was a very good way to greet each other. It tells you something about Boaz, doesn't it? Boaz loved the Lord God. And Ruth was in Boaz's field. Now, did this happen by accident? No. God made sure that Ruth came to that field. God loved Ruth, and God wanted to show kindness to her. 
Ruth was an outsider. She was from a strange land. And many of the people would have been amazed to think that God loved her, a person from Moab. The Jews, God's chosen people, did not deserve God's love. And Ruth did not deserve God's love either. And you and I do not deserve God's love. But God loves those who don't deserve it. We see God's grace every day. Do you remember what grace means? It's God's kindness to you and me. God giving you things you don't deserve. God gives us food, clothes, friends, life. We see his grace most of all in the gift of his begotten son, Jesus, who came to rescue sinners. We don't deserve Jesus dying for our sin. All of us deserve to be punished for our sin. But God gave his son to die for sinful people like you and me. God's love is amazing. Amazing to us, and it was amazing to Ruth. She couldn't have chosen a better field. Boaz noticed that a stranger was in his field. He said, who's that young woman? And his servant told him, oh, that's a girl from Moab. She came with Naomi. She's been working all morning and has taken only a little rest. So Boaz went to Ruth, and Boaz told her, don't go anywhere else to get grain. You stay right here by the women who are working for me, and wherever they go, you follow them. I've ordered the young men that no one is to bother you. And when you're thirsty, you come and get water from the jars that the young men have filled. Ruth could hardly believe it. This was a rich and important man, and he was being kind to her. Of course, it was God who worked all this out. What a wonderful day that was for Ruth. She received more and more kindness. God is just like that. God gives and gives to his people who don't deserve his love at all. God gave his son to die for our sin. God also sends the Holy Spirit to work in your life if you have believed in Jesus. The Holy Spirit shows people how wrong they are when they do something wrong. And why does God do that? God does that because he's kind and he's gracious. If you believe on Jesus, it's only because God's been gracious to you. God was being kind and gracious to Ruth. Ruth said, why are you kind to me? I'm just a stranger here. But Boaz said, I've heard of all you have done for your mother-in-law, how you left your father and your mother to come here. May God reward you. And then Boaz invited Ruth to eat with him and his workers. That day was full of surprises for Ruth. At mealtime, she sat with his workers, and he passed her some of the food, and she saved some of the food to bring back to Naomi. And after the meal, Boaz told his workers, make sure no one harms her. And also, when you go through the field, drop some extra grain so that she can have all she needs. Boaz was a very good and kind man. He was a man who loved God. He had known God's love in his own life. When you come to know Jesus as your Savior, you can see God is gracious to you, and God wants you to be kind to others. If you believe on Jesus, God wants you to be kind and to forgive others. If you love Jesus, you can be kind even to people who are not very kind to you. 
God can help you to be kind to even people that have very few friends at school. When other people call you names, maybe names that hurt your feelings, you don't have to shout back and be rude to them. Instead, you can forgive. Because remember that God has forgiven you of much more. God's forgiven you of all your sin. You can ask God to help you be kind, even to others who are not kind to you. And Boaz was a great example of being kind. I'm sure Ruth could hardly wait to get home that evening. She hurried back to Bethlehem, and Naomi was waiting for her. Naomi said, where did you choose to go? What field? Ruth said, the man who owns the field where I work today is Boaz. Naomi knew about Boaz, and she was very happy at how things had worked out. Naomi said, the Lord has not stopped being kind to us. At last, Naomi realized that God is always kind and gracious to his own people, to those who belong to him. If you believe in Jesus, you can tell him thank you that you're in his care too. You don't deserve it, but it's true. Sometimes you might not see that God is caring for you, but God is always loving and gracious to you. Remember the most wonderful way that he's shown his love to you? It was by him sending his only begotten son, the Lord Jesus, to die for your sin. Have you realized that Jesus Christ died for your sin? Have you trusted Jesus to forgive all your sin? God invites you. He doesn't force you to trust Jesus to forgive your sin. He invites you to do that. You don't deserve to be forgiven of your sin. You don't deserve to be made a part of God's family. But if you turn away from your sin and you come to Jesus, you will be welcomed into God's family and you will be forgiven by God. The Bible says, the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. Now to cast out means to turn away. So if you come to Jesus, the one who said those words, then he will not turn away from you. Jesus will accept you into his family if you come to him. Will you come to Jesus today? Will you ask him to forgive your sin? And will you believe he died and rose again? If you're ready to make that decision, then you can tell him something like this and truly mean it. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. Please forgive my sin and change me on the inside to live your way with your help. In Jesus' name, amen. Believing on Jesus is the most wonderful decision you could ever make. And when you trust him to forgive all your sin, then he makes you part of his forever family, the family of God. If you would like to read about Naomi and Ruth and how Ruth went to Boaz's field, you can read about it in Ruth chapter 1, verse 19, all the way to Ruth chapter 2, verse 20. Again, that's Ruth chapter 1, verse 19, all the way to Ruth chapter 2, verse 20. That's all for this time. See you next time. Bye.